work in, because I'm a full-time teacher, I work in what I call power pockets. And so I have like five different times throughout the day, little pockets of 20 minutes that I'm like, okay, I'm going to either engage on Instagram or I'm going to post a, um, I basically give each pocket a job. And so one of the pockets is um, for Instagram stories. One of the pockets is for an Instagram post. One of the pockets is for engaging on Instagram. And so I think it's, really important to realize it doesn't take hours a day, but what are you doing with those little nuggets of your time to that maybe would have just been used to consume other people's content when really you could be using it to create or grow your audience. Welcome to the Instagram Stories Podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Hill. I talk a lot about Instagram, but not really the same way that everybody else does. I talk about Instagram with the goal of eventually working at Instagram or a very similar company in a role called a product manager. It's pretty cool stuff. I could talk about that more, but you're not here for that. You're here for information about Instagram. So welcome. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, episodes are usually about 20 minutes long. I interview Instagram experts. I get them to share their secrets, their strategies, their tips, their tricks, all of that, I try to get them to open up as much as humanly possible in as short a time as possible because time is valuable. Time is money. Let's be real. If you enjoy this podcast, if you could do me a favor and go on Apple Music or wherever you listen to podcasts and leave a review, that would really mean the world to me. If you leave a review, it helps other people to find the show. If you're going to leave a bad review in the sense that I really need to work on some things. If you could just pause on that, send me a direct message at Daniel Hill Media. You could do that on Instagram or Twitter and say, hey, Daniel, you really need to work on X. Just tell me what that thing is. That's totally fine with me. I will fix that thing. So this way you could write a good review. The bad reviews can kind of hurt a little bit. So I want to make sure that it's a good experience, not only for you, but for everyone who's listening. So if it's something I need to fix, tell me right away. If you want more information about Instagram, maybe you want it on a daily basis because Instagram releases new features the way I change my socks, I have a daily show that you're gonna like. It is called the Instagram Stories. You can find it on your Amazon Echo smart speaker, your Google Home smart speaker, Google Assistant. You can also find it on Apple Music, Spotify, wherever you get podcasts. Look for the Instagram Stories. It's a three minute, easily digestible show. I like to give quick hits of news. I share what strategy tips I can find from experts in bite-sized chunks that you'll like. And I also look for interviews and other clips from people inside Instagram. And I share those on the show as much as possible. So definitely check out The Daily Show, The Instagram Stories. On today's episode of the podcast, I interview Allison Springer. Allison is a really cool person because she has a full-time job, but she really enjoys making reels and she's grown her account a huge amount because of using reels. Her dance moves are great, but that's not what it's about. You're really gonna like this episode if you're afraid of reels, you don't think you have time to create enough content, and you really wish that someone else would just make it easy for you, Allison totally does. Let's get into today's episode. Today on the show, we have Allison. Allison, welcome. Thank you for having me. Allison, for people who don't know you, can you introduce yourself and tell us what it is that you do? So my name is Allison Springer. I am a full-time teacher, but part of the reason I'm on the podcast is because I started doing health coaching on Instagram. And through that, I fell in love with Instagram and just the entire process of creating content on social media. 
What do you do for your day job exactly? Do you mind talking about it a little bit? You don't have to go too too in depth. Yeah, so I am a full-time junior high art teacher. Um, typically, that's just an in-person thing, but this year it's been virtual, hybrid, in-person, online, and so it's been interesting navigating that space, but also kind of cool to see how those skills that I've learned from working online can intersect into my teaching career also. How did you first get drawn into Instagram? So I also have a graphic design degree and I did social media and graphic design for a few different nonprofits in college for internships. But truthfully, I got started in network marketing. Um, And, (laughs) you know, that was a really great entry point. And I loved um, learning about that process and health coaching through network marketing. But um, that got me in the door. And now I really do just love building community on Instagram. And I'm even starting kind of a side virtual assistant and social media services business. And so, yeah, that kind of got me in the door and got me learning more about it. But ever since then, I just realized that I have a huge passion for it. And I want to keep rolling with that. Can you talk about some of the things that you either recommend as strategies to other people or whether they're clients or whatever? How do you kind of approach what you teach other people? So the things that I teach other people when it comes to social media and growing a following, you know, I started with 200 followers and now I have a little over 10,000 on my main account, um, is truthfully building community, but also being really strategic about your content. And so for me, what that looks like is really, you you know, you might have heard of the buzzword of creating content pillars for yourself, but really thinking about the three to five things that you want to talk about and cycle through on a regular basis to provide your audience value. I think where a lot of people go wrong on social media is that they're making it all about themselves. And really, people tend to consume social media for a few different reasons, but primarily to be educated or entertained. And so it's all about them. And so how can we allow our content to serve them from a place of value? But the sweet spot is by doing it in an entertaining way. And so I teach the people that I've been working with to write down three to five things that they want to educate or um, talk about that relates to their target audience. And then you never run out of things to post or to create content on because you're just cycling through those same things over and over. And then adding in that entertainment value, creating and playing with Instagram's new toys is the best way to get growth and the best way to get engagement on Instagram, which right now is real. I, I agree. There's a lot of what you said I want to unpack, but I do think it makes sense because if you pick yeah, those yeah. three to five things, then people know what to expect from you, right? If they are seeing consistently the same three to five things, it's like a variation on a theme. But then all of a sudden, if you were doing like five other weird things, they would be like, well, that doesn't fit. What is going on here? Like, this isn't why I follow, started following Allison in the first place. So if somebody doesn't know what their three to five content pillars are, they just they no idea. They like some things, but they don't know if they would be able to post enough about it or like present it in an entertaining way. How how do you actually help someone to pick those three to five pillars? Well, what I tell people, and I'm sure you've heard niche down, but what I tell people is to envision your target person that you want to help with your business, whether you own a bakery or whether you are a health coach. Pick like picture the target person that you're trying to help. And I even give her a name. My person's name is Catherine. She has brown hair. She's a high school teacher in Chicago. Like, get really specific on it. And then think of those problems that they have. And those problems that they have are things that you can consistently solve. And so for a health coach, for example, that might be nutrition, fitness, mindset, 
And then one of your little pillars of things to post about can be your product or about you or behind the scenes. But like, you don't want to be selling all the time. So like, maybe that's like a 10% of the pie. Um, but it could also be if you're a teacher, for example, and trying to think of things that you want to post and provide value on. That could be style and classroom decor. It could be lesson planning, organization, how to engage students. And so whatever that person's problems are is kind of what you want to be solving. And so it doesn't have to be that I have to have um, 18,000 pictures of classroom organization if I want to do that. Um, but it could be that I have a picture of classroom organization and I create a reel that's five tools that I use in classroom organization. And then I make an IGTV talking about why organization is important. Um, and so, yeah, it's, it's kind of that thought of a variation on a theme. And, and so you really have to get crystal clear on who you want to help because otherwise you wake up every single day and you're like, okay, so what now? Yeah. I love all of that. Can you talk a little bit about what your strategy has been in terms of reels? Because I see you very much willing to put yourself out there, to be a little silly, to do things that I think a lot of people are afraid to do on reels. A lot of people seem like they want to make reels, but they don't want to be on camera or they don't want to um, do anything to embarrass themselves or jeopardize their jobs or something like that, which I respect. But how do you help people to get past that? Or how did you get past that? Well, it really depends on who you are. I'm a very kooky person. If you check on my social media, you'll know I like doing the trends. I like learning the weird Instagram things. So I'm doing a dance and I'm telling people five ways or five healthy meals that they can pack in their lunch. But that doesn't have to be you. So I think with everything in social media, realizing that who you are is actually what makes your audience connect with you. And so if who you are isn't the person that is doing the crazy Instagram dance, maybe you're a little bit more introverted, you can definitely play on that. And so if you're somebody that's been on Instagram, TikTok, I say first, be a consumer. Realize that your consumer habits can teach you about other people's consumer habits. And so there are probably reels and TikToks that where people are just talking straight to the camera that you find incredibly valuable. Actually, I was on a job interview tip TikTok earlier and she used no trending sounds. She used no sounds at all. She just said she was just answering questions and providing consistent value. That's totally okay. You can do those Instagram you can do those reels where you point at things. I think the whole point is just even kind of shifting from creating stagnant content like just a regular post on Instagram. What post do you have that people resonated with? Maybe they shared it, maybe they saved it, maybe they it got a lot of content and engagement. And how can you turn that into a reel? How can you turn that little nugget of information that really resonated with your audience into something that is in video form? It doesn't even have to show your face. If you're a health coach, maybe it's a recipe. If you're a real estate, maybe it's a little clips of a house. But I think as with any new feature, nobody was a reels expert like a year ago because reels didn't exist. You have to put yourself out there and you have to do it consistently. And so how did I get good at reels and learning how to use them? I committed to doing a reel a day for X for I just do a reel a day. But for you, that might be a little overwhelming. If you're just starting, maybe it's two reels a week, but you have to do in order to learn how to do and in order to learn what resonates with your audience. If it doesn't get any engagement, whatever, it's just there. It'll be fine. Did you start with TikTok before you went to reels? Um, okay, so I have TikTok. I have had TikTok since before TikTok was popular again, because I used to use it to edit workout videos and such. Uh -huh. But I got TikTok 
purely for entertainment purposes. And I was literally just doing dances on TikTok. There was no value provided over there. Now I'm on TikTok for teacher TikTok and just like to learn and engage. But yeah, I stay on TikTok and I consume TikTok to get ideas for real. I think it can be really challenging thinking about a content strategy for TikTok versus reels, but I think grow wherever your people are. And so you can get ideas from TikTok all the time, but a lot of people on reels don't, aren't even on TikTok or they don't even use the trending TikTok things because reels has a completely different set of music. They have completely different sets of trends. And so they don't necessarily have to coincide. Cool. I, I love that. Can we talk a little bit about stories? I know that you really enjoy using a variety of different apps to make stories. Can you talk about that a little bit? Yes, I love Instagram stories. I think that um, on Instagram, I always visualize Instagram in general as a magazine. So your feed is the cover of the magazine that people decide within three seconds whether they want to pick it up, open it, learn more about you. Instagram stories aren't where you grow your audience. They're where you cultivate your audience. They're where they see the behind the scenes of what you do, who you are, and get to know you. There's this factor, especially if you're selling something on Instagram, that is no like and trust. And so this is where people get to know, like, or dislike and trust you. If they dislike you, that's fine. Let them unfollow. But it really can be a place to show people those behind the scenes. So I love playing with apps to make that more engaging. I think that very easily one of the biggest mistakes I see on Instagram stories is either only reposting other people's content or having the little talking bobblehead for 12 slides and, and not making it engaging. And I just think, again, go back to your own consumer strategies. What, whose stories do you like watching and what is engaging about them? Do they have full graphics? Do they um, put a variety of different types of posts? I think with stories, it's important to kind of cycle between here's some text, here's some video, here's a picture, here's me talking, here's whatever. And it can be behind the scenes. It doesn't always have to be related to those content pillars like your feed and your reels necessarily have to because this is where people get to know not only your business, but you. Now, th that's all great. I, I agree with all that. How do you yeah. decide when you sit down, like, okay, I'm going to make a story, I'm going to make a reel, I'm going to make a feed post. Like, how do you balance between all those? I find for myself, you know, if I'm working on a video and I'm like, this video is not going to make it to 59 seconds, it's going to be one minute and 10 seconds, boom, it's going to be an IGTV. Like, this video is going to be super short, it's going to be a reel. Like, it's going to be 31 seconds, so um, probably not going to work for reels. Like, how do you kind of differentiate between those content types? Yeah, so there's so many different content types, but your podcast actually inspired me because you did a podcast interview with somebody that had the insider scoop of how much um, Instagram wants you to post and of different types of things. And so I realized that Instagram is prioritizing reels. And so I know that I want to do um, as many of those as I possibly can. Um, but I think that it's also important to have some just static posts there too, because then people are able to slow down and see the value there a little bit more. Um, but I, I usually try to, I'll just tell you what I do. I try to post, um, a reel a day and I try to post three to five Instagram um, posts a week, like that interview said. And then, um, I don't really focus on IGTV unless it's a reel that turned out to be more than, um, more than I bargained for. Right. Um, but I will say with stories, I think it's important to just kind of take it. Like, I think a lot of people think they don't have time for stories, but really I think of it as like a TV show of my life. Like it's a TV show of me, um, providing little nuggets of value that help me throughout the day. 
um, and with just some other things thrown in there that kind of encompass me and that kind of have that entertainment value. But I work in, because I'm a full-time teacher, I work in what I call power pockets. And so I have like five different times throughout the day, pockets of 20 minutes that I'm like, okay, I'm going to either engage on Instagram or I'm going to post a, um, I basically give each pocket a job. And so one of the pockets is um, for Instagram stories. One of the pockets is for an Instagram post. One of the pockets is for engaging on Instagram. And so I think it's really important to realize it doesn't take hours a day, but what are you doing with those little nuggets of your time to that maybe would have just been used to consume other people's content when really you could be using it to create or grow your audience. That's awesome. I actually really like that strategy of segmenting your day like that. How did you come up with that? Um, well, I came up with it out of pure necessity because when I started um, on Instagram and in network marketing, I was working a full-time job and I had uh, another part-time job and then I started doing this. And so if I would have sat down and waited for an hour to grow my Instagram, that would have never come. And so one day I was sitting, getting my oil changed and you know, I had like a 10 minute time window and I was like, why am I not using all of these 10 minute time nuggets throughout my day? I, I, I call them, I call them time nuggets to yeah. grow and to scale because, you know, different people will say, engage for 10 minutes before you post. Well, I'm like, okay, well, I can have a post written and then in my next little pocket, I can engage for 10 minutes and then post it. And right. so it really just made it a lot less overwhelming and it took, it, it kept the joy in it for me um, more than sitting down and going through the grueling task of having to hammer out a bunch of stuff on social media after a long day of work. That's a great strategy. I actually really like that. And I think that's super inspiring. And I would say that's the one big takeaway that I really want to stress to people who are listening to this is what are you doing with those small pockets of time? Could you be doing, tell us the, the five things that you do with those pockets of time. One more time, please. Okay, so I can just tell you the five things um, that I do in general most days on Instagram. So I follow people or I engage with my target audience. Basically, I engage. Um, the next thing I do is I interact with people that are already there. Like I, I, I think that it's important to serve like the people at your table already. I, um, sorry, I don't have a list in front of me. I no, um, post Instagram stories. And then I post either a reel or a feed post to the feed. And then I hit up the DMs and I talk to people that are following me and I provide them value in any way that I can. And so um, one of those pockets entirely is dedicated to responding to comments and instant messages. And I think that a lot of that is not necessarily seen on Instagram, that a lot of the selling and the value needs to come through those one-on-one -on -one conversations also. Yeah, no, I love that. Are you more of a type out the DM or do you use the voice feature to send messages back and forth? I'm going to be really honest. Like I feel like whenever I tried to have a system, like I was typing or I was voice noting or I was sending like a, a screenshot, it I would block myself from doing it more often than not. And so sometimes I'm typing, sometimes I'm voice noting, sometimes I'm like sending like a little uh, face video to people. But there are some times that I'm not going to send the face video to people because I haven't done my makeup in two days. Or there are some times that I'm not going to get on a voice note because I'm in a crowded place and they can't hear me. And so I think being flexible with that um, is really important. And there are some times I don't create a reel because maybe I'm in spaces that I 
don't feel like I have the time or the space to create a reel. So maybe it's a feed post. So I think that it's important to be flexible and not let it be all or nothing. And, and, and that will also help you go with the flow in Instagram and not be stuck in the same content strategy that you were using in 2018 when there's all these new features. I love that. Um, I think for myself, I typically respond to people in whatever mode they send me the message. So if they send me a voice memo, I'm probably going to respond in a voice memo. Yeah. Nine times out of 10, unless I'm in a place where I can't talk. I personally think that because we kind of walk around with the wireless earbuds all day and, you know, or connected all the time, the voice memo thing is something that I think if you're in the right place for it, you know, whether you're driving or whatever, to be able to do that, the audio experience just becomes part of your day. So I'm actually a huge fan of that. And I think it's so great to go back sometimes and even listen to those old voice memos, not only what I said, but what the person said, because it reminds me of the conversation in a different way than reading that text, you know, like because of the emotion behind it and some, you know, kind of the refresher, because when you get a lot of DMs, you know, it's hard to like, remember, what was I talking to that person about? How did I meet that person? Like, what, why did we start this conversation? But sometimes listening to those voice memos brings you back to that moment in a way that the typing can't. But I agree with you, you know, it depends on the situation of where you are and how you can respond in the best way that makes the most sense at that time. Yeah, and I mean, it's time efficient. And I think that anytime somebody can see your face and hear your voice, it's helpful because it's just building that trust. And also that proves that, by the way, if you're selling something, you're not just copying and pasting something because nobody wants to feel like you're just a random person sending out a paragraph. Yeah, that's totally true. Allison, this has been great having you on. Do you mind telling everyone where we can find you online and what you're going to be creating in the near future that we can look forward to? Of course. So my main Instagram account is almeetsworld. So it's al.meets.world. And then I've recently opened up a new social media account that's al.meets.social. So almeetsocial, where I'm going to be offering virtual assistant and social media marketing consultations. And I'm just posting a lot of free social media tips on there. So if you want to check that out also, that's a great one. Awesome. That's really great. And uh, all that will be in the show notes. So you can just click. Yeah, through. sorry. Yeah. Don't, no, 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 don't worry. Don't worry at all. We'll make sure we get it in there. Allison, this has been great having you on. Thank you so much. You're welcome. That's it for today's episode. Hopefully you enjoyed all those things that Allison shared. I think my favorite was really hearing how she would break her time into small blocks. So this way she would use her time effectively. I just waste my time of small blocks by watching TikTok, but I think she really has a good system. And I think that's the most important takeaway. Implement a system for yourself and then make sure that you stick to it. That's it for today's episode. If you listened all this way, Hopefully you found it valuable. Please do me a favor, go on Apple Music and leave a review of this podcast. If it's going to be a review where you say it's not so great, send me a message first at Daniel Hill Media. Tell me what I need to fix or work on or improve. That would really help. And this way I can make the show a great experience for everyone. That's what I'm here for. If you would like more content from me, you can find me on Instagram or Twitter at Daniel Hill Media and check out my daily show, The Instagram Stories, which you can find on your Amazon smart speaker, your Google Home smart speaker, Google Assistant, Apple Music, Spotify, wherever else you get podcasts. Just look for The Instagram Stories. Three minutes a day, you'll be so caught up on Instagram, you'll know things that only the insiders know because that's how I like to position the show. That's it. Come back in two weeks. I'm going to be interviewing my friend Sandy DeMarco. I've known Sandy for years. She's a social media strategist and she's absolutely great. Come back in two weeks for a new episode of the Instagram Stories podcast. Thanks so much for listening. 
Since you listened all the way to the end of the episode, which I really appreciate, I want to give you like a little bit of bonus thing. If you enjoy listening to this podcast and you're spending a lot of time on Instagram, which I'm guessing you are, I would really like to have you on the show. I would either like to interview you for 20 minutes or if that sounds a little too overwhelming for you, I would love to have you take over my daily show. The daily show is only three minutes long. So if you can talk about Instagram for three minutes, I will let you take over for the day. You get the opportunity to plug yourself. You get introduced to my audience. If you want to take over for more than a day, you totally can too. I like a little break every once in a while. But whatever works best for you, I am happy to lay out the script. Or if you want to be on the interview show, I'll give you the prompts for all the questions that I ask. This way you can feel comfortable about what topics we're going to discuss. Send me a direct message at Daniel Hill Media on Instagram or Twitter and we can set it up. I would love to have you either take over the show or be interviewed. Let me know. Thanks for listening.